0: You deserve to live life with confidence.
1: We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and
0: Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better.
1: What's holding you back from being the most confident you. Happy, happy new year, everybody. Happy 2024. Brooke and Danny back with another episode, another year of Confidently Flawed. You definitely haven't had enough, had enough of us yet. We are not going anywhere. We are back for another year. And we want to kind of kick off this year. We know it's a new year. People have their goals. They have their words of the years. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, we talk about that a little bit in detail. You know, we just have. We have so much aspirations, and, and as we see, a lot of people in the New Year's aspirations and goals are something around weight loss, around healthy living, around looking better, feeling better, and with that comes dieting. We see uh, statistically the amount of crash diets or the amount of diets or programs that people go on, and the New Year is crazy, and so we just wanted to take some time and just do a really quick, short episode for you guys and basically just give you some do's and don'ts of dieting. We know that we know that you're going to do it. We know in a in some way you're probably going to change your, your eating. And so we're not here to say don't diet or don't change something because we encourage you because changing your diet or your eating can help you in so many ways. But dieting could also hurt you in many ways. And so we want to just talk about some do's and don'ts of dieting.
0: So in and many of you guys have goals and, and aspirations, and you know, comes a new year, a lot of people want to focus on their health, which is great. You know, and and, and obviously part of that is the the nutrition side of things. But the problem, you know, I, I've been doing this a very long time now, about 15 years, and I've seen it so many times. And I've even I've even adjusted the raw fit program because of this is so frequently people will try to go from zero to a hundred from day one and then after two weeks they are like this is just too much i can't handle it so that means i'm a failure or that means this doesn't work or that means um i just can't do this right and the problem is you're just trying to do too much in too short of a time so um what 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 we have found best is to not make it complicated early and to make it as simplistic as possible when it comes to your nutrition. So as you're building out like what you're going to do for your nutrition to hit your goals and and live a healthier lifestyle for you and you and your family or, or what have you is just keep it simple. Don't make it super, super complicated. And my first suggestion is to just either choose like one of these two options. Um, First is like, just make it habit based. So like, instead of like, I'm going to try this new diet plan, or I'm going to count macros, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, like, just make it simple in terms of like, I'm just going to choose a singular habit of eating well, and make that my primary thing. So my top like four or five that I recommend is like, just aim to hit protein at every meal. Okay. Whether you skip meals, whether you only have one meal, doesn't matter. Whatever you're you're doing right now, just make the focus is that every time I consume food, I have to have a source of protein, right? The second thing is trying to eat consistently after your first meal every three to four hours to keep blood sugar stable. Okay. Just no matter when you have your first meal, just every three to four hours, have something, okay, something small. If you want to stack it with the first one and it's got to be protein as well great, but if not, just just eat every three to four hours. Third is, if you can, this is kind of like a next tier, like higher level, is try to have most of your carbohydrates around your workout times or earlier in the day, right? Breakfast and lunch versus having them as much at dinner, okay? The fourth one is trying to consume veggies at- each or as many meals as possible, because you're going to be more satiated, more fiber, more nutrients spread throughout the day. There's a lot of benefits to that. The last one, which is also like almost its own separate option is just try to choose whole foods 80% of the time, right? So at eight out of 10 meals that you have, choosing like just real foods, bananas, chicken, fish, right? Like real actual foods versus processed foods. Okay, so if you can just chew whole foods most of the time, you're probably going to be in a good situation. And actually, this is what we've transitioned a little bit to is to teach people the skill set of what foods are going to be the most advantageous for their goals and just get a list of those foods, create some recipes or different things there that you can utilize that and just say, okay, it doesn't matter how much I eat of it, how little I eat of it. The my only focus is to just choose from this list of food items, right? We've transitioned, we're doing that a lot in some of our early phase nutrition programs because it works very, very effectively. Meaning, because it's very, it's not very difficult to do. You just say, okay, is it on the list? Yes, great. I can eat it. Is it not? Okay, no, I shouldn't eat it, right? Just make it that simplistic. And then from there, you can kind of branch out into like, All right now let me get more hyper specific with actual portion sizes or measuring the food and then as you get better with that and and scale up this is where like at raw we start to teach you what should your calories be start tracking your food what should your protein goal and then if needed or if wanted then we can dive into like macros like carbs and fats and things like that really but really a lot of people are going to get results from just choosing whole foods And even maybe even before you do that, just starting with some of those four habits, the protein at each meal, eat every three to four hours, carbs around your workouts or earlier in the day, eating veggies at as many meals as possible, and then choosing from whole foods or your food list, branching out into portions. And then you can start diving into like the tracking and proteins and calories and and things like that.
1: I love it. I think those are all super, super great. I mean, One of my do's, and we say it all the time, you guys are probably, your ears are probably bleeding from hearing it so often, but like eating protein, consuming protein in every meal, that is literally so important. It is so incredibly important. And I mean, it's just, it's so, so, so important. So that is a huge do for me. And um, I really just have two major don'ts that I want to share. Number one, don't do something that's not sustainable. We see so often these crash diets or these crash plans or it's like, oh, I'm doing keto or I'm doing this paleo or whatever it may be. And I'm not saying that might not work for you or like intermittent fasting, whatever, whatever it may be. I'm not saying it won't work for you, but I want you to really evaluate and think about your life and think about your lifestyle and think about if it's something that's attainable, because here's the problem is when you do something that maybe isn't attainable, not only do you fall back, but you then be like get binging habits and then it it harms you in the long run because of however it may be. So, you know, yes, don't get me wrong. I'm sure we would love to, you know, really stick to something and you might have so much motivation to do it right away. But if you're choosing something that if you're like, I say it all the time jokingly, but it's also so true. You will never, you will literally never, ever, ever see me not eat guacamole ever. You'll never see me do a diet that doesn't include guacamole. Why? Because it's literally not attainable for me. I, if I don't have guacamole in a day, like whether it's Cucumbers and guac, whether it's, you know, avocado toast, whether it's a little bit of guac on top of my, you know, ground beef, whatever. Like I just don't know what it is. Like, that is my comfort food. That is my happy place. Like, I love my guac. You guys know that on this show. So I could never like that would not be attainable for me. It would come to the point, and then you'd probably find me one day at Chili's with the chips and guac, eating so much that it's so unhealthy for me. And I know that. So Think of something that's a take like if you are someone that you're just like, I don't care what it is, but I cannot give up my Starbucks lattes. And I'm not here to say you should be doing that, but also if that is like a part of your life and you're just like, this diet is going, you know, it's struggling and then you're, you're, you're missing it. It's your comfort. Like it's, it's, I highly recommend against doing that. So that's one thing. So Whatever it may be, whether it's a meal plan, whether it's just a way of eating, whether it's choices or or a diet, you know, I, I'm not here to bash diets, but I just want you to really take the time and think about, it, is, is this attainable? Is it something that you can do? Is it something that you can incorporate with your family? Not saying your family has to do it, but like you can manage it with your family life. You know, if, if the answer is no, I, I urge against it. The second thing that I want to share with the don'ts is... is maybe a little bit, I don't want to say controversial, but I've seen it a lot lately. Um, A lot of people that are doing things like macro eating, where it's like, if it fits your macros, you can eat it. And it's like, oh, I haven't had carbs all day long. So I'm going to go have a donut. And I'm not here to say like, you can't enjoy the little things, but I'm finding that a lot of people are so set on like a calorie goal, or they're so set on a carb goal or a fat goal, that it literally doesn't matter what it is. And I'm here to tell you that food causes inflammation. Food causes hormone problems. The wrong foods can cause a lot of harm. Even though it might be a zero calorie dressing, it might be loaded with things that are causing so much inflammation, so much fatigue, so much, so many issues. And so that kind of goes on Danny's subject of like a whole food. Make sure you're trying to, in your eating, you're eating something that's healthy the other day I saw like a, you know, a a fitness person on social media talking about like the protein goal of chicken and, Oh, I found this dollar chicken at Costco or whatever it may be. And it's like, like, okay, yes, you're eating chicken. But like, if you got that amount of chicken for a dollar, like, I literally don't even want to know where that came from, what that chicken ate, what that chicken was, you know, all the hormones it was injected with. Like and so that might be affecting you. And, and again, we are living in such a day and age where we are seeing so many health issues, autoimmune issues, so much inflammation, so much mental health, gut health. And and how do these things happen? Well, a lot of it is from our foods. And so while you, when you think about your dieting and think about your health plans I really, really strongly encourage you to put quality forefront of mind because yes, maybe you do want to hit a fat goal, but that doesn't mean that your fat should be loaded with all this crazy bacon. Like maybe load those fats with Healthy fats with healthy options. And, you know, if your calorie goal is here, that doesn't mean that everything that you need to buy needs to be zero calorie because then you hit your calorie goal and then you look at those ingredients and all of these ingredients are carcinogenic or they cause inflammation or they cause, you know, hormone issues because that's real. And you guys know me. I'm always the one who talks about the ingredients because I, I truly have studied and researched how all these ingredients have an impact on our health. And it's truly astronomical. So I would say those are my two don'ts of, of dieting in general. Number one is don't do anything that's not sustainable. And number two is just because it's dieting doesn't mean it shouldn't be good quality.
0: Yeah, it's it's with uh, when it comes to dieting, that was one of my uh, that was my really only don't is don't follow a diet specifically because you generally and I I guess for me, I'm I'm specifically talking about like meal plans, which we used to do a lot. But what I found, like, as soon as people are done, they have no idea what to do. Even if it's a little bit easier to do that, you need to learn that we all need to learn skill sets first. That's how you make it attainable, right? So that's why, like, okay, let me choose from the list and figure out how to make food from this list. So that is what turns it into a sustainable process. And to Brooke's last point, like, I know some of you, like, we've done programs in the past or recently where it's like hitting calorie goals and protein goals and all that and trying to hit those numbers. Like there is some benefit to hitting the numbers, right? And even in those programs, like I said, like I think one of them we called the cookie diet, right? Like the goal was to like discuss like how you can have guacamole and still get results, right? Like how you can do the things that maybe aren't is on plan if you will like i just say you love cookies right you just absolutely love cookies and you want to have those or you love wine right and you just want to have that glass of wine every night but you feel like it's not allowing you to lose the weight that you want right so it's programs like that where it's like how do i build the skills of like hitting the numbers the macros the calories things like that but also bring in the things that i love to eat still right and that's where like those kind of concepts come into play is like yes choosing healthy if you came in and you hit your numbers and you were extremely healthy the whole time that's perfect right that's always going to be the best and, and and healthiest way possible for you to hit those goals but finding the numbers and sneaking in some of those things that you love to do is also how it makes it sustainable right so like finding that balance like brooke is talking about of choosing really really good foods most of the time finding out what your numbers should be And building the skill set to even get to the point of even talking about what your numbers of calories and protein should be, because you shouldn't be talking about that at the beginning, and then building it out to where like, okay, I know what I need to do to lose weight. I know what my numbers should be or what my portion sizes should be and all that. I know how to also fit in my wine and whatever else. That is what makes it sustainable. That's how you can never really fall back because you know exactly what is needed to be done. And you're still, you're not having to give up those things that you love, right? So that as you're getting into the new year, you're getting into this goal setting, you're getting into like changing your habits and healthy habits. That is what we recommend for how you go about it nutritionally in the new year.
1: Love it. Yeah. So many great tips here, guys. So many good ideas. And again, we kind of do say this a lot, but at the end of the day, don't let anything hold you back. You know, make sure you, you are trying to eat healthy. Don't Don't feel like you can't do something because let's just say like we talked about this or, oh, I can't do that diet because they know make sure you're doing something that is sustainable, but that you're doing something because your health, your wellness is important and you are in control of that. And so we do encourage you to start the new year off maybe with some better choices, whether that is a diet, whether that is a new program. But starting and doing that is going to make a huge difference in the new year. So as always, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Thanks so much for you know listening week after week, sharing this if you are someone who shares. And if you aren't someone who shares, we truly, truly would appreciate if you could share this with someone that you know would resonate with it. And as always, we'll be back next week with another episode of Confidently Flawed. So until then, enjoy the start of 2024.